All right, welcome back. Time for Baldry's Beat. Keith Baldry, Legislative Bureau Chief for Global News. Hey, Keith. Hey, good morning. Okay, the Canada-U.S. land border is finally reopened finally. for traffic both ways. So Canadians now allowed to travel south if you're fully vaccinated. People can be reunited with family members south of the border. Maybe they want to go check out some property they have down check there. Check out their cabin. Go on a little vacay. It is, that's possible, too. But you got to have that negative COVID test coming back. Yeah, and, right. that's, and that can be expensive. Uh, yeah. But again, it'll be interesting if the market takes over this testing, where the, these firms that do the testing start undercutting each other in terms of prices. It's Most estimates are $200 for an individual, but I, I suspect that price will start to come down. But if you're a family of four and you're traveling, that's 800 bucks. You're not yeah. going down there to fill up for gas and getting you know cheap chocolate bars. It's, no. uh, th those days of going down to Bellingham, for a quick shopping spree, I think are, we're still not there yet. Yeah, uh, and that's evident at the border right now. I'm just taking a look at uh, Jordan Armstrong, very fine global reporter, on his Twitter feed, and he just tweeted a short time ago that Blaine is Blaine Washington still quiet, and it appears that pricey test, yeah. the COVID test, is keeping Canadian day trippers at home. And local businesses are uh, disappointed. Yeah, the, so. the day trippers are the bulk of the of the travel in pre-pandemic times. Again, you go down to Blaine and Bellingham, do the quick shop down there, fill up for gas. Many people in White Rock and South Surrey, that was a, a routine travel for them. But yeah. with this PCR test requirement now coming back, um, that more than negates the savings you make in shopping. Yeah, there's a lot of pressure on Canada to drop this requirement, and they are reviewing it. Let's have a listen to this. This is... Rob Widowson talking to Global News here. He's a, a lower mainland guy who owns some property mm -hmm. just south of the border in Washington State. And finally, he's looking forward to going down there and checking out this cabin he owns. And he said he'd like to, he'd like to bring his wife and kids with him to go look at the, check out their place. But he goes, look, it's just so damn expensive for this test. Here's what he had to say. Once we kind of priced out the PCR test, um, we can't afford it. You know, who, who could? spend an extra thousand dollars hopefully the government comes to their senses here in the next uh few weeks yeah a thousand bucks unless you like you yeah said, for uh, but I, I think they will uh, change the rules here I mean, i've been saying since day one everything's always evolving things are changing all the time and when we've got high vaccination rates of canadians uh you know we're 90 percent of british Columbians have a first dose we're approaching 90 percent with with double dose so if you're vaccinated and you're coming back, I'm not sure why you need that PCR test, but uh, that's the rule for now. But I don't expect it to be in place for for um, you know forever. Okay, federal federal health officials have indicated that the rule is under review, and mm -hmm. so I suspect at some point, hopefully, I yeah. think hopefully soon, uh, they will announce yeah, that you don't need soon. that. I hope so. I mean, I, I agree with you. I mean, if we've we've got the vaccine mandate to travel across that border. Like, come on, l yeah. let's try and get back to a little bit of normal. Yeah, you don't. I really don't see why you need a test uh, to yeah. to come home. Okay, I, ho I hope they I hope they relax that rule. Um, speaking of vaccines, the vaccine mandate uh, you expect it to be expanded this week to include other health professions? Yeah. So in the health order that sets out the vaccine mandate, right at the near the end, there is a uh, a section that says take notice is to other health professionals that you will be covered by this mandate at a date to be determined by Dr. Bonnie Henry or, or her office. I talked to Adrian Dix, the health minister, uh, last week. He seemed to indicate we're probably looking at that uh, expansion this week, maybe next week, but I think it's going to be this week. And that will include family doctors, um, dentists. They're not, they're not covered already, huh? No, they're not. Okay. Um, it's only people really with around hospitals okay. and, and uh, health care centers. But I expect it to be expanded to include uh, family doctors 
and dentists. And then I think uh, we're going to go profession by profession. You know, I don't think it'll necessarily be chiropractors, for example. Mm. Uh, pharmacists are another one that uh, will, will be covered by this at some point. But I don't think it's going to be a whole group of people this week. I think it's going to be staggered in the, in the next couple of weeks. But I think... Uh, or fam- like family physi- what about you know physiotherapists yeah. like you mentioned chiropractor you know registered yeah. massage therapists there's all sorts of professions they out there could, that they could be covered they could be covered I think they will be covered I mean mm. Adrian uh, last week said there is no escaping the vaccine mandate if you're a healthcare professional it's just you're not covered just now but it's going to start expanding and it'll continue to expand in the weeks ahead what about walk-in clinics. Is that covered? Yeah, it's a good question. No, I don't think that's covered right now, but I think mm. it, it will be. And okay. uh, like eventually, everything will be covered. Yeah. There will be no exceptions. Uh, when do you and do you expect that something on that this week? I think uh, some something this week. I, I expect at the start of this again. It's not going to be all everyone all at once. It's going to be done. I think um, over a period of of time. But uh, if you l- read the health order, it's very interesting. At the very end, it says, "Take notice." You will be covered by this if you're a healthcare professional. Okay, let's talk about your Green Bay Packers and the Aaron oh. Rodgers situation. And as you predicted last week, they lost Rodgers. He's he's got COVID. Uh, he, he basically lied about his vaccine status. Did you see Terry Bradshaw? I, I got the clip here. I'm going to play for you in a second. Um, yes, I did see Bert, Terry Bradshaw just rip Aaron Rodgers Ripped here. Him. We're going to play that for you in a sec. But you know, uh, Green Bay lost that game to Kansas City on the weekend. That's a game they should have won with well, Rodgers. With Rodgers, they would have won. Kansas City is not the, the team they were the last couple of years. There's something wrong with that uh, offense. Uh, they they it was only thirteen seven, so they almost won. But yeah. um, Jordan loved the new young quarterback. Uh, obviously, no Aaron Rodgers he did as well as he could. But they would have won that game with Rodgers. Yeah, that's right. He cost them a game. He did. He did. And Bradshaw ripped them one. He did. So let me let me play. Let's just let's just remind the listeners though. The original controversy, okay? So here's Aaron Rodgers, the superstar quarterback, going back several weeks here now, originally being questioned, are you vaccinated? Listen to his answer. Yeah, I've been immunized. You know, there's guys on the team that haven't been vaccinated. Uh, I think it's a personal decision. I'm not going to judge those guys. Yeah, so I, he says, yeah, I've been immunized. You know, and then he says, oh, other guys are not vaccinated. I'm not going to judge them. I think he clearly wanted to leave the impression in the public that he was vaccinated. Oh, he, he, did. he lied about it. Yeah, he, he had, it was weasel words. Yeah. And he, he let down his team. He let down the league. He let down his fans. Um, I, I noticed there's a, a rising sentiment out there amongst people who have been vaccinated. Just no patience for the unvaccinated who, who willingly... Uh, refuse to be vaccinated uh, and and attack those who well, are vaccinated. Especially this guy, he's supposed to be a leader on this team, and I think he, you know the leadership test really failed here. Now here he is. He did an interview here with ESPN, and here is Aaron Rodgers talking about why he did not get the vaccine and where he is now getting his medical advice. Have a listen. I consulted with a now good friend of mine, Joe Rogan, after he got COVID, and I've been doing a lot of the stuff that he recommended. In his podcasts. Okay, so he's getting his medical noted, advice. Noted epidemiologist Joe Rogan. <laughs> like, why he would take advice from someone like that? Don't the Green Bay Packers have a huge medical staff? They do. <laughs> of highly paid doctors? Rogers has already lost one sponsorship with a with a Wisconsin health group, by the way. He's yeah. going to start losing other sponsorships as well. Okay, here's your buddy Terry Bradshaw. Here's my buddy. And uh, I know you met Terry Bradshaw yeah. one time. So here he is going after Aaron Rodgers. Have a listen. It would have been nice if he'd have just come to the Naval Academy and learned how to be honest. Yeah. Learned, learned not to lie, because that's what you did, Aaron. You lied to everyone. That's what you did, Aaron. You lied. Yeah, they were doing a live remote at the uh, U.S. Naval Academy yeah. uh, on the weekend. 
Um, yeah, I mean, that was pretty strong language from Terry Bradshaw, yeah. who I met, who played my carnival gambling game. Right, okay, so quickly the, tell me the Terry Bradshaw story. Calgary the... Stampede running a, uh, what was called the old pee wheel, and Bradshaw <laughs> walks up and slams his hands down on the desk and says, what's, what's all this? How does this work? And I explained to him, I took him for about 10 bucks. <laughs> okay. Okay. And, you know, it's kind of funny, those NFL pregame shows, they usually don't try to wade into politics and stuff, but I, he was very tough in calling he out He was very there. tough. And, and the NFL is known for, you know, um, uh, again, not straight into politics or, or clamping yeah. down on those who do. Yeah. You know, or criticizing or, or criticizing superstars and stuff, but he didn't hesitate. He, he, didn't he let Rogers. I think Rogers is probably feeling a little, more than a little stung right now. He can't even meet the team until uh, Saturday, and they got a game on Sunday. Okay, all right, take a against break against the Seahawks. Against the Seahawks, and will uh, and will the Seahawks quarterback Russell Wilson will he be back? Sounds like he will. Yeah, that's okay. So he'll be back. All right, welcome back to the show. It's Baldry's Beat. Phone lines are open, 604-280-9898, star 9898 on your cell. Claude in Vancouver, hi. Hi, guys. Um, they haven't really said what happens. If someone goes to stage, test positive, are they stuck down there until they get a clean test? Or what? They haven't really explained what happens if, if your test comes back positive while you're in the States. I, su- I assume you're on the hook. You know, if, you, if, if you're not, denied entry Back across the border, if you can't produce uh, a, a negative uh, COVID PCR test, I assume you're stuck wherever you're, you know, you're already down there. You're paying for your hotel anyways. Uh, you're going to have to remain there. You'd have to remain until you've, the, until you've had your quarantine and, and, you're, and you test negative? I would think so. so unless you'd you can, be like you can stuck, show, in, stuck in blame. Unless you can show a negative test. That's, uh, that's the rule. That's a good question. Gary in Maple Ridge. Hi. Hey, how you doing? Thanks for taking my call. Love listening to you guys. Uh, I have a daughter who lives in Linden, Washington, and changing and opening the border doesn't really change anything because currently now she either has to go to the Bellingham Airport and pay 135 U.S. to get a negative test to come see us, or vice versa. If I go there, I'm going to have to pay 135 U.S. for my yeah. wife and I to come back. Mm-hmm. Right. Second question I have for Keith is uh, weddings and dancing at a wedding. You can go to a concert, you can go to a connect game, you can do everything, but you can't dance at a wedding. As of right now, that's the rule. Uh, in BC, you're not supposed to be dancing. You think they'll change that? I think that we but, will. Like I say, everything's going to change, and I think that will be changed as well. Yeah, what did you want to say, right Gary? Now, you ahead. can go stand outside in a tent 20 feet. As long as you're outside, you can yep. dance, but you can't yep. dance inside. Not, not inside. <laughs> anyway, hang you can't dance at a Canucks game either. Th- thank you for not the... there's a lot to dance about at Canucks games these days. Thanks for the call, Gary. I mean, people point out these uh, apparent inconsistencies in the policy all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, dancing at a wedding. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, once you've got the, once you've got the, uh, the COVID passport in place for a wedding... I mean, you yeah, know, I know, you know, I think know. at some at some point, Bonnie Henry kind of lighten up on this. I thing. think I think so because it doesn't make a lot of sense yeah, to me. Yeah. Linda in Surrey, hi, Linda. Oh, thank you for taking my call. I, sure. I'm just interested in the 72 hour time span. Does it begin uh, at the moment you get the test, or does it begin after you find out the results of the test? Good the, question. I don't know the, the answer. Well, to that. The, I think that is the test has to be completed within 72 hours of you. Entering, arriving at the border is what you're saying. But I mean, could you like, could you get a test? Like, what if you're, what if the, what if you got COVID, but the test is, uh, you just got it. Like, maybe Mm -hmm. you got it the day before. Does that show up in the PCR test? I don't know. I mean, I I would think, hopefully, uh, 
Canada Border Services, I haven't been to their website recently, but hopefully they've got some frequently asked questions on there because these are technical questions that a lot of people want answers to. Okay, Benny in Abbotsford. Hi, Benny. Oh, Benny. Yeah, people that are double vaccinated should be rewarded by not having to take a test of any kind coming back to Canada. Why does the United States, though, and our federal uh, health uh, person there, when she says, well, we're thinking about, we're talking about it, come on, make a decision. You know it's right. To not to have that test. Uh, yeah. If you want to test anybody, test people that are not vaccinated, not the vaccinated <clears throat> people. Thanks, Benny. Yeah. So a couple of things. I think what, what's driving this is if you're fully vaccinated, you can still get COVID-19. So 40% of the cases are in fully vaccinated people on a daily basis in BC. So that's one. Secondly, in the United States, if you go down to the States, well, there are a number of areas in the United States that have very low vaccination rates, which means there's probably a lot of COVID flying around. Not so much in the north, but particularly the American South is, has low vaccination rates yeah. and probably high COVID numbers. So that's the concern, I think, is for the, for the federal government. But as I say, if you're double-dosed, I think you're going to see the rules relax. Well, yeah, and, and Teresa, Teresa Tam, who's the federal medical health officer, indicated just the other day that uh, they were taking a look at it and yeah. they're reviewing it. And, Under review. Yeah. Let's go to Mike in Mission. Hey, Mike. Yeah, hello. Yeah, go ahead. Hey, I was just wondering, so I've heard the rumor that out east, like Quebec and New Brunswick and Ontario, they've ceased and desist that order for the for the nurses and stuff like that to be vaccinated. Is that true? Or? I haven't heard that. Well, no, what they've done in Ontario and Quebec is they've decided not to go mandatory vaccination for healthcare workers. Yeah. Is that what yeah. you're talking uh, about? I mean, they pulled back on that. Is okay, that what you're and about? is that yeah. happening in BC too? Or no, no, not gonna happen no, no, not going to happen in BC. The, the mandate is expanding rather than getting smaller. And the interesting thing is in Ontario, and uh, particularly, they pointed the finger at British Columbia and the mm-hmm. Doug Ford government there and said, we are not going to do mandatory vaccination for healthcare workers because look what's going on in British Columbia. You've had, what is it, over 3,000 Healthcare workers are on unpaid leave in BC right now because yeah, they're not vaccinated, which is which is co- uh, forced the temporary closure of some operating rooms, rescheduling of surgery. So Doug Ford doesn't want to pay a political price for rescheduling surgeries, even though he's opening the door for a lot of people getting sick. Yeah, so I mean, but he's saying that I mean, three thousand is a is a a significant number, but it's what two percent. Yeah, two percent, and it's also a number of these people are casual workers. These are not uh-huh. these are not FTEs. This is just three thirty one hundred people, three thousand ninety as of Friday. That number is going to go down. Uh, who refuse to get vaccinated and, and are, are put on um, unpaid leave. And at one point, at some point down the road, if they continue to be uh, refuse to get vaccinated, they'll be terminated. Okay, we'll see how that goes. I mean, so far, you know, the healthcare system in British Columbia has not collapsed. Not at all. Like the BC Nurses Union predicted it would. There's some rescheduling of surgeries. There is. There are. And the interior is where it's really being felt because there's a disproportionate high number of unvaccinated people in healthcare up there. But again, a number of these people are casual workers. Ryan in Vancouver, you got 30 seconds here. Okay, go ahead. Sure, I'll, I'll go quick. Yeah, I failed to see how uh, CBA could prevent a Canadian citizen from entering the country under any circumstances legally. Uh, my MST payments are up to date. If I got sick in America, I would expect to have full use of the Canadian health system that I pay for at my 
uh, that's a really so. thank you thank you for the call that's i think that's a good point and uh we'll explore it further here because uh, we're going to have well, more coverage on this issue good luck challenging the cba though i mean <laughs> there's a there's an actual television show uh reality show that shows what happens if you if you challenge cba at the border okay we'll look further into it key thank you